Hey everyone, you are listening to season two, episode three of the Depth and Candor podcast. Depth and Candor is for all of the fun-loving, ambitious women like me who want access to resources that would help us live vibrant and exciting and fulfilling lives. I'm Hiwate Gitana, and today we're talking to Crystal Hudson, the founder of Gay Greetings, which is a greeting card company that makes cards for all people and for all sorts of occasions. They have everything from cards that you can give someone when they're moving to when they're coming out. And their cards are so good, partly just because they're hilarious, but also because they use all natural, 100% recycled, recyclable, and sustainable materials as often as they can. And in this episode, Crystal and I talk about how and why she started Gay Greetings and how she balances it with her full-time job. I always have fun recording these episodes, but Crystal was particularly funny kind of like her cards. Okay, let's go to the show. This is so exciting. I am here with the one and only Crystal Hudson. (laughs) (laughs) Crystal, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us about your company? Sure. Um, I'm Crystal Hudson, and I founded a company called Gay Greetings, um, and I make greeting cards for the LGBT community, our friends, families, and allies. So how did this idea come up? Um, you know, I think just over time I had, you know, on different occasions looked for cards that might be most appropriate for, um, you know, some sort of like LGBTQ identified person. I can't think of like anything specific because it was something that happened over years Mm -hmm. and every time it was like, you know, I'd say to myself, like in the middle of a card aisle, in like CVS or something or like it says mahogany. Yeah. Well, <laughs> listen, I can get into mahogany in a minute <laughs> and all my feelings around mahogany. <laughs> um, but you know, and I would just be like, man, nobody's like making cards that I need or like that I'm looking for. And then probably, you know, like the third or fourth time I had that thought, which again was like over several years, I was like, you know what, if nobody's making these cards, I'm just going to make the cards myself. And so that's how it all started. So like right now I'm looking at your website Mm -hmm. and one of the cards says boobs rain. The other one says, yes. Mm -hmm. And um, there are a bunch of really funny ones on here. Mm -hmm. How do you come up with this stuff? Like, have you, did you know that this is the kind of card company that you wanted or were you just kind of like, oh, I need to create these cards that speak to me and it organically happened? Um, I think more so the latter. I I think everything happened sort of um, organically. Um, You know, I think initially the the few cards that I actually launched the website with um, were were really more specifically for the occasions that I feel like are most marginalized, like coming out, um, you know, transitioning if you're transgender, um, and really spoke more to those sort of experiences and occasions that literally nobody is talking about, Mm -hmm. at least, you know, obviously via greeting cards. Um, And so those were the cards that I really did feel like needed to be made. Um, and of course I wanted to make them, but some of the ones you just mentioned are like a little bit, you know, more fun, um, lighthearted. And those were more, 
I'm I'm also like very corny and so <laughs> I have like so many cards that I would love to print but like you're not allowed. <laughs> I'm not allowed. My girlfriend would not have it. Um <laughs> she puts the kibosh on a lot of a lot of my I'll come home and I'll be like, "Oh my god, babe, I had the best idea." And then she's like, "No." <laughs> so, it's extremely important to it, have that kind oh, of person. Oh, absolutely. In your life. <laughs> absolutely. I also have a 14 member um advisory council. Okay. And so I run um idea and thoughts, you know, through them as well and, and get their input. But yeah, but some of the more like lighthearted, funny ones are because, you know, we need those too. Totally. Um, so the boobs rain that you mentioned, the inside of it says yours rule, <laughs> <laughs> which and then, you know, the, the, the great thing about my cards, if I may say so, um, <laughs> is that really they're also for all kinds of people, you know what I mean? So you don't have to be LGBTQ identified necessarily to give somebody a boobs rain card, as long as you're into boobs <laughs> and you want to let them know be. specifically theirs, you know, then, <laughs> hey. Okay, so let's dig a little deeper. Yeah. What year did you start this? What were you doing? Is this your full-time gig? Like, tell us all about the creation of mm-hmm. gay greetings. So I actually launched a Kickstarter campaign back in 2013, um, and uh, it was a successful, you know, campaign. I raised um, the money that I I set out to raise, and then I sent out all the rewards, fulfilled everything, um, and then essentially right before I was able to actually build the business. Um, my mom, who has Alzheimer's, started exhibiting signs of Alzheimer's. And so everything sort of was put on the back burner. Um, and I was living in D.C. at the time, and I was coming up to New York every weekend to like check in on my mom and spend time with her. And then eventually when I moved back here a couple of years ago, I, I've always thought about gay greetings and I've, it's always been something that I've been really passionate about and something that I've always felt um, was needed for the LGBTQ community and, and our, also our, you know, friends and families. Um, but I didn't really want to like get it going again until I knew I was in a place that I could really give it the time and energy that it deserved. And so, you know, I took a hiatus from it for, I guess, three years Um, and then last year in 2016, when I was feeling like things with my mom were, you know, managed and under control, um, I was like, you know what, I think I'm ready to, to, you know, go at this again. And so I relaunched, um, last summer. So is this what you do full time? No. So, sorry. It's not what I do full time. Um, I do have a nine to five. I consider gay greetings to be my five to nine. <laughs> um, so I work in marketing and advertising, um, you know, which has been helpful. Um, but I have no experience making greeting cards, writing greeting cards in the greeting card industry. It's actually a huge industry. And um, there are a lot of nuances to it that I had no idea about. Um when I started it. And so I've done a lot of research just like on the gate, not the gate greeting card um, <laughs> industry. Cause that's like, you know, you. Not really, yeah, exactly. Um, but the greeting card industry, there are just so many things that I had no idea about. Like there are consultants, for example, that one could hire if you're starting out um, and you're trying to get your 
Cardline into stores. There are consultants that you can hire um, to help you do that. You can also hire salespeople to go to some of these stores and you know pitch your your card line to these stores um you know and pay them a commission and all that sort of stuff but it's like a whole an industry yeah so when you started your kickstarter campaign Mm -hmm. how did you know exactly what you would need to do in order to fulfill the orders how did you know how to print Mm -hmm. the details the logistics I think a lot of that came from my nine to five, to be honest. Mm. So um, I actually had an existing relationship with a printer through my nine to five. And so I reached out to him um, and was like, hey, I want to print some greeting cards. And he actually was someone who was like, okay, this is the size, you know, this is the type of paper you want to consider, like things like that. Um, which I was sort of familiar with conceptually, just the idea of like different weight paper, different types of paper, different color paper, different sizes, different textures, recycled, not recycled, you know, all those things. But I didn't really know in terms of specifically greeting cards, what that really looked like or or meant. Um, I also had a friend who was a graphic designer and reached out to him and was like, hey, I have all these ideas for greeting cards, but I have no idea. You know, I'm not a graphic designer. So um, he was thankfully willing to to work with me on that. Um, and everything else, Kickstarter is actually very helpful. So you're talking about gay greetings very matter-of-factly and very coolly, but I doubt that you would be working on it so hard, like making it your five to nine, if you didn't have some sort of fire under you some Mm -hmm. sort of passion so Mm -hmm. tell me what it is that drives you I think um you know as a gay woman of color um I'm acutely aware of the ways in which we as a community and you know the broader LGBTQ community um are, are marginalized or have been marginalized and are literally just like not thought of. And oftentimes when we are, it's because somebody has realized like, oh, we can get the gay dollar, you know? So one example I generally use is like wedding cards, gay wedding cards. When I launched my Kickstarter campaign in 2013, um, same-sex marriage nationally was not yet a thing. Um, so some states, you know, recognize same-sex marriages, but the Supreme Court hadn't. And so wedding cards were something that I definitely thought about, but um, because I had this three-year hiatus in that time, the Supreme Court obviously um, ruled for same-sex marriage. And then all of a sudden the hallmarks of the world started making wedding cards. And, you know, so now I don't really make wedding cards. Um, I do plan on it eventually, um, probably at some point this year in 2017. But the reason why I haven't is because that's not my priority, right? I'm not, I don't, I didn't create gay greetings to make a buck. Um, And if I did, then, you know, I would have made a whole lot of more bucks by now. Um, But I did it because I always think about the occasions and the experiences that we have that literally nobody's thinking about. And 
I grew up with greeting cards. My mother gave me greeting cards for every occasion. And as I say, like non-occasion, because I got greeting cards for like going back to school, you know, like, <laughs> congratulations, it's September. Like, um, I got greeting cards, like if a tooth came out, you know what I mean? Like for like, literally, your mom sounds incredible. She's amazing. Um, but she gave me a card for everything. And so I never realized how much greeting cards meant to me and how much, I guess, how highly of them I thought. Um, but when I think about greeting cards, I'm like, you can change somebody's life with one card. You know what I mean? You, if you think about like all of the different things people go through and experience the good, the bad, and the ugly, um, during a hard time in particular, to get one, a card from somebody that's handwritten and just says, like, I'm thinking about you, um, can, like, mean a lot. Totally. You know, and it goes really far. And so, um, for me, it's about providing that opportunity for people in my community. Do you ever get discouraged or tired or you feel like, ah, oh, this is not growing as fast as I want it to or anything along those lines? Like, what do you struggle with in your, in your business? Um, none of those things, because I, I do believe that, um, you know, like it'll, it'll get to the place that it's meant to be when it's meant to get there. Um, and whether that means that my cards are in like, you know, Dwayne Reed and Target and CVS and wherever else, then, then that's great. And if it means that they're not there and that I'm always sort of like just selling on my website as an independent, you know, boutique, whatever, then that's great too. And, you know, I think what I struggle with the most to be honest, is like my own limited capacity as somebody who also has a nine to five. Um, you know, I wish I could churn out the cards faster than I'm currently able to. And, you know, there are always setbacks along the way, always. Um, I had a, a, a set of cards I wanted to release for Valentine's Day. And I only just released them like maybe a week or so ago because I had setback after setback. And, you know, it's always things that you think you plan for. And then it's like the stuff that is out of your control. Um, one of the issues I ran into was like a machine at the printer that I use, like they're, literally their machine broke. And, you know, they had to like get a part and da 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 and do that. And it's completely out of my control. But, Needless to say, my cards didn't make it out for Valentine's Day. Um, and, like, that just had to be fine. Were you angry? How did you handle that? Um, I was definitely frustrated. Um, but I've also learned, um, I would say, you know, from my mom, who has Alzheimer's, um, and it took me a while to get to this place, but I've also learned to just, like, really value the present and live in the present and not be consumed by and concerned with all these other things, the past, the future, what could have been, should have been, will be, might be, um, just like appreciate what you have, right what here. you have. Yeah. Totally. And get that. so, um, I've sort of like taken that into, my nine to five, my five to nine into everything really. And when shit hits the fan, I'm just like, all right, 
so it's a little smelly right now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should make that into a card. <laughs> that's a, I mean, we'll let Sasha decide, that's yeah, hilarious. I yeah, would buy that card. Yeah. But um, if there's nothing you can do, there's nothing you can do. Right. And so I was just like, all right. Um, you know, it actually gave me the opportunity. The extra time gave me the opportunity. I, I would like added one more card to the lot, you know, because right. I was like, all right, well, here we are. Yeah. <laughs> How did you get your board of advisors together? Um, so there- you have very impressive people on that list. Oh, do you think so? Thank yeah. You. Yeah. My sister was like, oh, who are you interviewing today? And I told her and she was like, her advisory council is so <laughs> cool. It's like, yeah. Awesome. Are. Thank you. Yeah. So, um, I mean, to be honest, most of them are, are, you know, friends, um, and people I even consider to be family and, or people that I've met through, you know, friends and family. So, um, and many of them also were, uh, they donated to my Kickstarter campaign in 2013. And so, um, I really wanted to make sure that the advisory council not only reflected, um, the LGBT community, but also our friends, our families, and our allies, right? Because that's, I make cards for all of those people. I think, you know, when I think about people coming out, I often think about my own personal experience with my mother, and I'm the, the only child of a single mother. Um, and so, you know, my mom had a tough time with it. I think I've had a really, really great I mean, listen, I'm also talking about like over 15 years ago. Yeah. But um, I had a really great experience. I mean, when I think about it, was it difficult and stressful and um, terrifying at times? Sure, absolutely. But I think about what my mother went through as a parent and like if and the support that her friends gave her. But like, what if they had a greeting card to give to her that was just like, hey, we know this is like a tough time right now, but like you'll pull through or whatever, but something that also reflects that specific experience. Yeah. I mean, one of the things my mom has always said is like, everybody wanted to tell me that it was okay that my daughter was gay, but like none of them have a gay daughter. You know what I mean? It's different when it's your own kid. Totally. It's so easy with any experience. It's so easy to say like, Oh, it's okay. You know, it's not that serious. You'll be fine until you go through it yourself. Um, so anyway, so it was, it's very important for me that the advisory council reflects all of those people, not just people who might identify as LGBTQ. And so, you know, I've got straight identified folks on there. Um, I also have um, somebody who's the mother of a transgender child. Um, so yeah, that's, those are, those are the folks. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, I recently read in an interview, because you're bomb and you're in an interview, you have your own interview. What was it on? NBC? NBC. NBC. Yeah. NBC out. Okay. Mm -hmm. I read that you want to create cards for everybody that reflect gender diversity in the LGBTQ community. Mm -hmm. What exactly does that mean? So if I can go back to the wedding card example, right? So when the hallmarks of the world decided to go after the so-called gay dollar, um, you know, the cards that you see are generally um, very heteronormative, which is 
men in pantsuits, women in dresses, right? So I personally haven't worn a dress since I was like 17 or 18. Um, and, you know, so I don't, I don't, I don't see myself reflected in a card that has two women in dresses mm. because even though it's two women, I still don't see myself, you know? Um, and so that's the sort of like diversity within the LGBTQ community that I'm talking about, um, where, you know, it's also very white, to be honest. I mean, all the people on these cards, and we can get into mahogany in a second, but <laughs> <laughs> all the people on these cards are white. And so, you know, I'm, st I'm still not seeing myself. So, um, you know, I want to create cards that so that the, you know, black transgender woman sees herself in the cards or the, you know, Filipino gay man sees himself in the cards. Whatever you may be, however you look, identify, present, um, I want you to be able to see yourself reflected in the cards that I make. That is beautiful. I love that. Um, let's talk a little bit about the logistics. How do you structure your day to make sure that you have time for gay greetings? So a new thing, actually, that I've started doing um, maybe a few months ago is one week out of the month, I make no plans in the evenings. And that's just because shit just gets out of control. Absolutely. I mean, you're meeting up with somebody for happy hour or dinner or coffee or whatever every single day. And... You know, I got to a place where I was just like, I need like an evening. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, I started that a couple months ago where I just select one one week in the month. And I'm like, I'm I am not making any plans in the evening so that I have those five evenings um, to just chill out, relax, whether it's spending time with my girlfriend or, you know, and I'll make her, of course, do the same thing for that same week. <laughs> <laughs> so we can have some quality time. <laughs> but seriously, because the only time we really see each other, I mean, thank God we live together because, you know, it's yeah. like we're most of the time that we spend is sleeping. Um, yeah. Well, OK, so if you're doing that only one week out of the month, mm -hmm. at what point are you working on gay, gay greetings? greetings? Yeah. I mean, any like free time that I, I get. Um, I've also started, you were asking before about um, like scheduling things and you mm -hmm. know, multitasking and mm -hmm. if I write things down, whatever. So I've started recently scheduling time for gay greetings. I always made the time, but I had never had anything scheduled like in my calendar. Um, and I find that so often that time just will find its way, you know, out of your hands mm -hmm. if, if it's not scheduled. So I've started like putting gay greetings work sessions on the calendar. Um, I do m a lot of my work either very early in the mornings or in the middle of the night um, and on the weekends. Yeah. So what's next for gay greetings? The next big thing, I think, is to try to get into some brick and mortar stores. Um, so that's what I'm working on at the moment. It's really tough, um, especially as my five to nine. But. That's, yeah, that's like the next sort of big step. I was in one store last year at like when I launched. Um, and so for this year, my goal is to get into like two to three stores. Okay. 
So how can the depth and candor community support you? Buy cards. Okay. <laughs> Go to getgaygreetings.com and buy some greeting cards. Um, and also, you know, I mean, I'm very accessible. Like, if people have any thoughts, ideas, recommendations, I'm always all ears um, and would love to hear from, you know, folks from the depth and candor community specifically. Um, so, yeah. Awesome. But definitely buy cards. Send you an email or connect with you on social media or how should people reach out? Um, all of the above. Um, you could reach me via email at crystal at getgaygreetings.com. And then we're at getgaygreetings on you know Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. This you are been hilarious. Great. <laughs> Glad you think so. <laughs> There it is. You know, when I was editing this podcast episode, I was really impressed at how Crystal seemed to prioritize people over accomplishments or actions. Um, with most of the questions that I would ask her, she would either respond by looping in her mom or her girlfriend or herself and what her needs are. And that was really impressive to me because I think sometimes as ambitious people, we tend to focus on achieving and succeeding. So for me, this episode was a reminder that people should always, always, always come first. And if you want more from Depth and Candor, like invitations to in-person events or um, new videos or personal life lessons that I don't put on the podcast, but I definitely share over email, then definitely join the list on depthandcandor.com slash subscribe. And if you like this podcast episode and if you like this podcast in general, subscribe on iTunes and please rate and review it so that more people can learn about the podcast. All right, until next week. Bye.